Hassie Knight, who owned Knight's Pharmacy, said emphatically, Hassie was a born optimist, and the one person in town who was sure to see even this situation in a positive light. If anyone could come up with a solution, it'd be Hassie. God bless her. Like him, Hassie had experienced her share of grief. She'd buried her son, who'd been killed in Vietnam nearly thirty years ago, and not long afterward, had lost her husband. Carl Knight had died from complications of diabetes, but Hassie had always maintained that the real cause of death was a broken heart. Her daughter lived in Hawaii, and Joshua knew Valerie would like nothing better than to have her mother retire nearby. Thankfully, Hassie had resisted Valerie's efforts. The old woman was long past the age of retirement, but she did much more than fill prescriptions. Hassie was the closest thing the community had to a doctor, and folks from miles around came to her for medical advice. Yes, Hassie Knight was a popular woman, all right. It didn't hurt any that she served the best sodas he'd ever tasted, the old-fashioned kind from the fountain in the corner of her store. Chocolate sodas and good advice. Those were her specialties. We've hung on for so many years, we're already dead, and don't even have the sense to know it, Marta said caustically as she crossed her arms over her hefty bosom. Will you stop? Joshua pounded the gavel on the tabletop with so much force, the ice in the water glasses danced. He sat back down and motioned to Hassie. Would you take roll call? Hassie Knight's bones creaked audibly as she stood. Roll call? Now that's gonna be useful, Marta Hansen muttered. That's like what's-his-name, that emperor, fiddling while Rome burned. She was obviously mighty pleased with her classical illusion. Must have been on Jeopardy last night, Joshua thought. Nero. The emperor was Nero, he couldn't resist adding. Still, he hated to admit it, but Marta was right. Roll call was a waste of time. All they had to do was look around the table to know who was present and who wasn't. Hassie, the Hansons, Dennis Erlocker, and him. Absent, Gage Sinclair and Heath Quantrill. Joshua stopped Hassie before she had a chance to start. Fine, we'll dispense with the usual formalities and get on with the meeting. Thank God someone in this town is willing to listen to reason, Marta said, glaring across the table at Hassie. It was only natural that the town pessimist and the town optimist would be in constant opposition. You and Jacob have as much to gain or lose as the rest of us, Hassie snapped. A positive mental attitude would help. I'm positive. Jacob said with a nod. Positive that Buffalo Valley is as dead as Eloise Patton. If she was going to up and die unexpected like that, the least she could have done was tell someone she wasn't well, Marta said in her usual righteous manner. That's the most ridiculous thing you've ever said, which is really saying something. Hassie's face reddened, and Joshua could see she was having difficulty restraining her temper. The truth was, the Hansons exasperated him, too. 
How they'd managed to run the grocery during these hard times, when they had such a negative outlook toward life, was beyond him. Still, he was grateful their store had survived. Joshua didn't know what would happen if they ever decided to leave Buffalo Valley. All right, all right. Joshua wiped his brow with a stained white handkerchief. We'll move on to new business. With obvious reluctance, Cassie reclaimed her seat. We all know why we're here, Jacob said. The school needs a teacher. Does anyone mind if I sit in? Buffalo Bob asked, pulling out a chair before anyone could object. Marta and Jacob glanced at each other and seemed to understand that if they raised a fuss, Hassie would make a point of asking Marta to leave, since she wasn't officially a member of the town council. Joshua suspected the only reason she attended.